welcome to the wrap, where we will greedily feast upon topics such as. <laughs> oh god, hey up, lads, we're back. The, oh, why? the terrible duo. The terrible duo, indeed. Here in we're the back. dirty. <laughs> oh, we're back with a uh, of a generic YouTuber from the podcast. <laughs> where all good content creators go to die. Um, but yeah, this is the Rat Den, the Rat Den podcast named after the uh, the Discord we used to have. I mean, uh, we still have some capacity. Well, yeah, we, well, we have the ashes of the Rat Den. Uh, they were I never going to have the original back. That got, that got nuked. <laughs> Literally got <laughs> nuked. Uh, but yeah, this is just going to be like a place where we're going to ish talk... You know, maybe talk about some relevant topics. We'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> we're going to be starting off doing podcasts every two weeks, and then maybe on the off week we're going to be doing Rat Den reviews, where we where we talk about uh, maybe a single movie or or an album for like two hours. You know, the the length of a usual podcast, but it's just going to be a video dedicated to a single topic, essentially. Just have to see how it goes, really. Yeah, I've got a few ideas for things I would like to review and such, but um, yeah, we'll just see how it uh, how it goes. But yeah, what what have you been up to, Carl? Since we so we finished streaming, retired from streaming in uh, in December last year. Have mm. you been up to all interesting since then? <sighs> Not super interesting. <laughs> just uh, writing stuff here and there, a bit of drawing. Man, we just watching a lot of anime. <laughs> Oh, and of course, Elden Ring. Oh, I've yes. Half massive to that. Everyone's been playing Final Elden Ring. Even people who don't, who haven't played the other Souls games, have been getting into it. It's, it's crazy, mate. Like, the the sales, the, it outsold uh, <laughs> Buddy uh, Dark Souls 3 in the mm. span of like a month. <laughs> than, than, it sold more in the span of a month than Dark Souls 3 has sold, sold in its entire run. Which is crazy. Uh, I've just been working, really. Uh, I've been, in terms of games, I've been playing, I played the fuck out of uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, the new one. Um, been enjoying that, and I've also been going through all the Kingdom Hearts games, getting ready for what potentially might get announced at the uh, event. Uh, Which one do you want I'm on Dream Drop. I got I got near the end, but I stopped because I got incredibly bored. Um, but before we get into any topics, and what a way to start off a pilot, we've got an exclusive oh, yes. track from none other than David Draymond himself, the lead singer of Disturbed, the the heavy hardcore metal band. Um, um, yeah, it's a it's essentially what was going to be the theme song for Venom Two: There Will Be Carnage. And yeah, he DM'd it us after hearing that we were starting a podcast, so just take a listen to this. Oh, 
Uh, so what did you think of that, guys? Man, that was... That fucking blew me away. Not <laughs> I'm disappointed it got cut, mate. I, I don't even know who ended up doing the, the title theme for Venom 2, I'm going to be honest. I don't actually know. I didn't watch the fucking movie! <laughs> yeah, it's surprising. As much as we love Venom, we haven't actually seen the second one yet. Oh, yeah, like... I love Venom at the end of it when you when you don't know what the hell's going on in that fight scene. <laughs> the only thing I remember about um, Venom, I remember we were talking about it the other day and you were like, oh, what's some like some lines from the movie? And I only remember the line where he says goodbye, Eddie, and the one where he talks about the guy rolling in the wind like a turd. Those are, those are literally the only two lines I remember from that movie. No, there's like, there's like the bit where he's like, I'm kind of a loser of my world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The, the main things I remember about that movie is it felt way too rushed. Like, there's like the bit where the woman takes Venom and then she immediately loses it. It's so pointless. Oh my god. That movie is so, so bad. It's one of the worst movies. I remember when we went to see it in the cinema, the cinema was like decently full. And then by the end of it, there was like no one there. Because me, you, and Matt were just like fucking dying laughing we, we, we at least got like five people to <laughs> just <laughs> obnoxious we loud and be like what the fuck is this movie it's so bad i think it must that... have been like the first time like i've never been so alienated watching a movie like mm. i was which every fucking couple of minutes i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> What the actual fuck am I watching? It felt like it had big chunks cut out of it. Yeah. Because they were trying to get that, you know, that PG-13 rating, basically. And the best thing about it was the, the main actor. He was good. It's oh, just a God. shame he was in such a shit we were in and like, concept movie. Mm. He tried his best, didn't he? He did. He, and he actually he actually injected some, uh, some personality into this character that... <laughs> done by a lesser actor would have been incredibly bland mm. alright well I guess we can move on speaking of Kingdom Hearts so mm. this week it was the 20th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts 1 and on the 10th of April they've got some sort of event happening in uh, I believe it's in like Tokyo at like the, the Kingdom Hearts cafe or some bollocks <laughs> they haven't said that they're announcing anything, but everyone's like pretty sure that they're going to announce something. What was um, that? What prize they had in it or something? A prize? Yeah, they had like some like a box or something. Oh, it? that was in the Disney hotel in the Kingdom Hearts room. There was a oh. box where if you stayed there, you weren't allowed to talk what was in the about what was in the box until April, and someone just leaked it anyway. It's apparently a basically a color swap of Oathkeeper. God, that is shit. Well, that is so <laughs> I mean, I get like the concept. It could be like an open up world sort of thing. It's hinting at that. Mm. But you could have done something a lot more fucking interesting. Just switching, you know, switching the colours of the bloody <laughs> up. Christ. I don't know. Like, my guess for what they're going to announce is like possibly tease a new mainline game. But then they might, because I know that the offline version of Dark Road isn't out yet. It got delayed a few times. So I imagine they might just be like, oh yeah, it's out now. Like the off the offline version is out right now. God. That's realistic. In terms of what I would want, 
I don't know. I don't know what I want from Kingdom Hearts anymore. I'm going to be really? honest. I don't. I don't want much to be honest. Really. <laughs> really, what I want because it's like in an alternate universe. I want it to be the world of like, like Final Fantasy worlds, in opposed to Disney worlds, because then they have full vein over everything. They can mm. do whatever they want. They can they can like meld them into the story. Because that's the whole thing with Buddy um, Kingdom Hearts. With the Disney stuff, they're always beholden to Disney, so they couldn't do much with the Disney worlds. You know what yeah. I mean? With the Final Fantasy worlds, they'll be able to do whatever the hell they want, and that would ultimately make a lot better game, I think. Yeah, I think that was... It's like playing, playing Kingdom Hearts 2 especially, like, I just did not care about yeah. the fucking Disney worlds. I would just skip the cutscenes. Because it it's so it's so pointless. It, no, it does nothing. It does absolutely nothing. And I don't There's think like... they've ever blended them well into the gameplay. The only ones that I like is like Olympus, Olympias. Like yeah. that's that's because it's like fun and it doesn't have this like really important fucking plot around it. Yeah, it, I, I would say I agree. Like, <laughs> it's just. They're so bloody tame. Like, they can't do anything because Disney's always, like, have to approve it. Mm. But with Square, they can do whatever they want. I mean, it doesn't even have to be Final Fantasy. I think it's, the Square library's got more than Final Fantasy, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, fucking... We could potentially see one in here in the game. Yeah, possibly, yeah. <laughs> Imagine how cool that would be. Well, they did, in Dream Drop, they did have The World Ends With You, which was another Nomura game. Mm. I think he worked on it. They had yeah, the characters yeah, um... from that appear. Yeah, that, that was what he uh, did before Kingdom Hearts, I think. And now that they've had Kingdom Hearts 3, they've got Yozora, who's basically like the beta design for Noctis from FF, or what what was Versus 13. Yeah, and I think I think he's basically meant to be like Riku, and then um, the alternate version of Zora is like his girlfriend. <laughs> like a female Zora. Fucking hell. I'm pretty Gender sure. I, don't, don't, quote, don't quote me on that. I think that's what it was. I would have to search. It's been a while since I've played it in Furnace. God's sake. Oh, I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3 was good for what it was, but bloody hell. It disappointed <laughs> me when no other game before. I remember you going into... I remember you going to game to get it, and I was just yeah. like, mate, it's going to be shit. And you're like, no, it's not, not going to be shit. I was like, mate, it's going to be fucking shit. I think the game for it was good. It's just... It was sore. Oh, God. Especially after um, Fragmented Passage, which I really liked. Mm. It felt like... Gonna be, like fucks and all the dark world side of things. It felt like Fragmented Passage should have just been a part of Kingdom Hearts 3. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah, just, like... like uh, cut it out. Like Buddy uh, Ground Zero. Yeah, yeah. It's just like... A... Well, the reason they made Ground Zero was to get more money. Because they ran <laughs> out of fucking money. Well, yeah, because you fucking like ride them dry, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I mean I like that game for what it was but fuck me Christ I think my biggest issue with Kingdom Hearts is they, they've they never been able to settle on a combat system I felt that Kingdom Hearts mm. 2 was like the most fun and the most fluid the combat's ever been and then they immediately backpedal it in the next game I, I loved um, uh Birth by Sleep's uh, combat progression, you know, like you, you go into different modes. Yeah, to, uh, yeah. Certain attacks. If they combine that with like Kingdom Hearts 2, that would have been amazing. Dream Kingdom Hearts 3 does have good game gameplay, though. I know you haven't played it yet, but it does have good gameplay. The, the biggest thing with Dream Drop is you have like the Dream Eater attacks, and I never yeah. use them because I forget that they're fucking there. 
Yeah. I mean, like, if you have something to negate, like, uh, the drop mechanic entirely, then you just shouldn't have drop mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't mind the drop mechanic as much as people were going on about it. It actually wasn't that bad. Yeah, but it's not really, there's not really any point for it to be there, I don't think. Yeah, it's just kind of pointless. Is if, if it had a point, if um, there was, like, some something interesting, like, maybe um, you go back and... Uh, I know this would never happen in Kingdom Hearts, but if you like, when you drop, you drop back into that specific point with that character, and it mm. actually changes like the events somewhat. That would yeah. be cool. That's too much. Like, that would make, there. yeah, but that would make sense for the drop mechanic to actually be there. Yeah. Like <sighs> without someone like that, it's just pointless. <laughs> the combat controls, I just, I hate them. I hate <laughs> the whole like little menu. After playing Tales of Arise, where, where like the combat is so fluid and like I never felt oh, yeah. like anything, I was missing anything because everything just like feels so good and it all flows so well. Into well Tales of Arise is like just a combination of like all of the tales, like all the good ideas just shoved into this one game. It's, it's so it's perfect. Amazing. The combat system, I would say, in Tales of Arise is near perfect. Yeah, I, I would agree. Like anyone could pick it up and just fucking destroy you with it there's it's a lot of so depth to it fun. as well with like uh, some of the weird stuff if you got it on you know like really hard yeah like some of the bosses are bloody well hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> I still haven't I still haven't gone back and done the, some all the post game but I've done some of it and like, like I had to grind like hell on that middle bit where that guy just kicks the living shit out of you oh yeah I remember I ended up going the wrong way at point at one point and I found that fucking giant griffin and I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to beat this? <laughs> and I managed to do it, but I wasn't supposed to do it at that point. That is a bloody hard fight if you're <laughs> underleveled. If you if you if you like max level, you'll you'll steamroll. Mm. But um like going there underleveled, you'll get destroyed. Yeah. Um So what else can we talk about? There's so we could uh, we have we have a few topics to discuss. Would you like to do a meme one, or like a, a semi-serious Meh. one? Go with the memes. Always the memes. <laughs> the memes, the memes right? So Breath of the Wild two has been delayed. No, oh, what a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not. I was literally talking about to my brother the other day about like, oh, it's gonna get delayed. Like, there's no way it's coming out this year because they haven't I shown like anything. And you get people on Twitter, obviously, like, fucking complaining. Like, oh, I wanted to play it now. It's like, all right, they can release it now, and you'll end up with a fucking, like, un- a literal unfinished product that you yeah, paid want, $50 for. Yeah, I want game for. to be finished and to be good. Yeah, I, I, I don't just give a shit. Last game, if not better. I, I don't give a shit if I have to wait an extra year for something. God, I've been waiting for fucking Digimon Survive since 2019. Yeah. And I don't think that's even going to come out this year. They keep saying that it is, but I don't think it is. Oh, I'm waiting for plenty of things. One of my biggest waits, and probably the longest, is uh, Skywind. Hmm. Oh, not Skywind. Uh, well, Skywind as well, but Skyblivion. Skyblivion, yeah, yeah. I think just yeah, like... I've an update for that recently. The, the whole idea of delays, like, delays are just a good thing, I think. I imagine there's, like, a few rare cases where yeah, it's, like, there's no point and they're kind of just doing it to kill time, make more money, I don't know, build hype? Yeah, generate hype would be, like, the main reason for 
like forcing it the way. I would you, say. Think, you think it'll ever get to a point where like they announce games and they make money around hype and then just never release them? <laughs> I mean, nah, I don't think that'll ever happen. I don't think the law would allow it. Like, you would just get fucking sued out the arse. What about Cyberpunk? That game, that, well, it did come out, but barely. I, I barely followed that piece of shit. I was <laughs> never interested in it. Everyone was so fucking hyped for it. And I was just sat there like, mate, even if... I mean, I had no idea about the, the actual state of the game. But just from what they were showing, I was like, fuck me, this... It just looks boring. It just looks like fucking GTA in a quote-unquote cyberpunk setting. Here's the thing. The reason that the, the hype was so, like, fucking, you know, through the roof is because of um, Witcher 3. Like, Witcher 3 is a good game. It has really good writing and um, the story and such. The game the gameplay is kind of shit, in all honesty. Mm. I, don't, I don't know how anyone can defend the gameplay because it's not very good. But it gets the job done, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's another thing as well. They've just announced that they are now working on the next Witcher on the next Witcher game. And oh, yeah. do you think they've learned the lesson? I thought could hope so, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> I I honestly don't. I don't know. I feel like the same shit's just gonna happen again. <laughs> I don't think they have learned the lesson. I think it is just gonna happen again. We'll have to see, man. Really, it's who's it's who's spearheading. Like, I don't know if there was like a switch in, you know, staff or whatever between um, uh, Witcher Three and Cyberpunk. Part mm. of me probably thinks there was because it was just handled so bloody poorly. But I don't so, know how need to research into that. I think that's like that's what happened with um, Metroid Prime. Is it Metroid Prime Four that's coming out? They actually oh, announced either last year or the year before, like they were switching teams because yeah. the other team were just like weren't getting enough done, basically. Yeah, I think they've done the same with Digimon Survive as well. They've switched. They've switched teams. It's um, always um, <laughs> suspect when you hear the switching teams. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, starting from scratch, just basically. Yeah, basically. That's what fucking bringing it back to Metal Gear. That's what Kojima had to do in MGS3 because he only ever wanted to make one and two, and then someone else would continue the legacy. To make two, did no, no, he, he did, he did, and then oh, I did. MGS MGS3 was gonna be the last one, and then mm. the team who he'd left to make it were just like completely fucking it up, and he had to step in and do it. And then the same thing happened with MGS4, which was the game that he literally didn't want to make, and the whole game is about that. God. Oh. Right. I don't know, we'll just have to see if it's any good when it comes out. I'm still waiting for fucking Fable. Yeah, fucking Playground Games. Well, Forza, they, they make the Forza games, don't they? And that game's out now. So Let me check out, I haven't looked on Fable in a while. Well, the Forza Horizon, I don't know what number it is, but that, that game is out now, so I'm guessing more of their resources can go to work on Fable. And I'd be surprised if we didn't see anything this year. I'd be very surprised. Because, like, uh, E3 is E3 is happening this year, but I think it's just going to be all digital. Rather than, like, the fucking cringy live shows that they do. 
And they get like people in like Raven, Rayman, Raven Rabbit costumes, like twerking on stage and Fucking stuff. Fucking like on, they were on dance dance revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, no news particularly, just says Sword of Elm. Yeah. Nothing really. Guess we'll just see what happens with that. Yeah. But yeah, in a, in more serious news, I guess, mm. Taylor Hawkins, the uh, the drummer for Foo Fighters, passed away last week. Oh, and yeah. we're not really going to talk too much on it or the circumstances, uh, but it got me thinking about, like, bands that are like just me other media in general that you grew up with because i always grew up with foo fighters my dad always used to play them in car yeah. and so it's like i i in all honesty i don't think foo fighters more recent music is good like at all but they've got so <laughs> many like classics and even some of those classics aren't i honestly don't think are very good but they're like nostalgic for me so i still like them in that regard there's loads of like old stuff i used to listen to i used to listen to a lot of the shined up was mm. when I was still uh, of course Linkin Park. Yeah, I love. I still love Linkin Park to this day. Not the not the newest stuff, you know. Before everything. Yeah, yeah. But um, I love their old stuff. I can still pretty. I can pretty much recite them from memory if the music was played with it. <laughs> like I, I, I adored those songs. So yeah, like uh, um, food. I, I did like food fires. Uh, I won't really say I grew up with them though. Mm. The main ones were Linkin Park, System of a Down, and Shine Down. I think a lot of people grew up with Linkin Park. It seems like it's one of those like proper memey bands. People always yeah. like there's loads of memes around the songs and shit. But there like, is like that's when the like AMVs started. Really. <laughs> oh, I fucking hell! <laughs> fucking AMVs. <laughs> Do you remember that fucking Dark Man AMV we found? And like the, oh, God. <laughs> and like the fucking disturbed like AMVs are like filmed on like flip phones and stuff. <laughs> Dark Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Speaking of disturbed. Obviously oh, yeah. we got that exclusive leak, but in all honesty. Why, they're so fucking shit now. <laughs> they're really bad. <laughs> and all David Draymond does is like rant on Twitter about people bullying him because he types in all caps. <laughs> it's so bizarre. <laughs> like they used to be I don't know if Disturbed were ever good, to be honest. I mean no, nah, I would say like some of the older stuff is pretty good. It's always had the same sort of progression in the songs, like you know, like like the opening of fucking 10,000 Fists and um, Down With The Sickness it's the exact same riff it is the same thing it is it, it, it always has that same progression it, along with the vocals it's like the same I'd love to see like a casual Disturbed fan like mm. myself or, or, or you yeah. Someone being played like uh, the first five seconds of a disturbed song, attempting to guess what the song is. Because <laughs> you'd play a song and there'd be like 10, you'd have 10 solid guesses that could be correct. <laughs> That'd be a good drinking game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Disturbed. I got into Disturbed in sixth form. One of my mates in sixth form got me into him. And I was always like, this was back when I was like a fucking edge lord. I was like, oh man, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> sick, so dark. And, he, and you listen to it when you're older, you're just like, fucking hell, it's literally like a 40 year old man 
singing about the shit that like like fucking 17 year old Eminem would sing about in like his parody like style songs like the Slim Shady songs I mean there are there are some uh, like some of the softer songs of Rubik's yeah just, man you know, Sound like, of Silence banger not Sound of Silence <laughs> <laughs> I mean you want to listen to Sound of Silence just listen to Simon and Garfunkel it's better <laughs> that video has like over a hundred million views. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Man. It's just because like he has an interesting voice and that's not necessarily a good thing. And yeah. I don't know if many people have really covered Sound of Silence. It's a hard song to cover because Garf- Simon and Garfunkel had such you know, like, a specific sort of way of doing it. Mm. It's a very hard song to actually like sing in that style. <coughs> they had a very unique relationship. They both fucking hated each other. Yeah, <laughs> they just did get together for like the money essentially, and that the making the art. They made some really good music though. Iconic music, you know. You got fucking Mrs. Robinson from The Graduate yeah. and shit. Uh, Scarborough Fair. There's lots. Did Disturbed have any iconic songs apart from Down With The Sickness? I mean, they have like... They have stuff that like defines sort of new metal, you know, like early days. Because mm. it was... Because um, like... When you had like metal and then like new metal came into where it started to incorporate, you know, like rap and such. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And like, that, that would be like... Uh, buddy... Winkin Park, I guess, would have been the name one of like uh, Blink One Eighty Two and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then Disturbed came into it, and they was they went they we went into the metal side. <laughs> 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 they weed more back into the metal side of things. The shit side. They still kept that sort of modern feel to it. I mean, nah, there's there's good metal. I mean, like there's plenty of good metal. It's definitely not like, Disturbed though. <laughs> Sorry, David, if you're listening to this. Big fan. Big fan of your meltdowns on Twitter. About, like, literally fonts. I'm a big fan of that sort of that body you fire it up. What a masterpiece. Oh, oh my God. I, I was, we were talking about this. I remember listening to Fire It Up for the first time. And my initial reaction was just, is this some kind of joke? Because... You got fu- I mean, I don't really give a shit if people smoke weed. I couldn't give two fucks. But no, like, do what you want. it's just really cringy hearing like a forty-year-old man sing about it as if it like makes him special. I like, mean, the makes it super cringy is like the story you told me of how we came up with it. Oh yeah. <laughs> he basically, in an interview with, I think it was an interview with Loudwire, he said that he, he's like after, oh, you know, after so many years of doing so many songs, you know. The well kind of runs dry, essentially, is what he... Impl- he doesn't say that because he don't want to make out like he's talentless. Um, yeah. He's like, my friend's like, Yo, you know, you should write about the thing that, you know, has helped you, you know, all, all these times throughout the years. And he wrote a song about fucking weed. <laughs> this friend's clearly important. Like, about friends, you know, like the <laughs> band. And then he sings about fucking weed. I would have been super disappointed, man. In my mate, if they did that when I gave him that advice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the fact that he, he he takes it so seriously like yeah like we were saying like snoop dogg has been like writing songs about fucking smoking weed for years and they're like they're cool songs and they're fun songs because he he knows it's a meme 
yeah. he doesn't take it seriously. Like one, one of my mates from from SoundCloud, Sonny Mac. Shout out Sonny Mac. You know, he writes he writes songs about smoking weed, and they're just like fun songs. Like you, it's not particularly a subject. It's like imagine someone writing a super serious song about fucking drinking beer. It's like it's just a recreational activity. I don't think it's something that has much substance to it. Oh, I could I could see a disturbed zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what 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 beer would it be about, or would it be like the fucking like they make their own beer? Man, like it, would be like fucking, uh, it, it would be like an ale, like uh, like a proper like uh, like like fucking obgoblin or something. <laughs> no, the sound would make a vodka, mate. They'd make a fucking vodka. A vodka. <laughs> yeah. What would it be called? Uh, <laughs> Dis- disturbed juice. Disturbed juice. No, well, it's, it's the guy. The guy. Some- well, the Iron Maiden one is just called it's just called like Trooper Ale, like the Trooper Ale or something like that. Yeah, it would be something to do with the guy. Uh, Fire it up, vodka. <laughs> Fire it up, vodka. <laughs> no, that'd be like one of their set on fire. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that'll be the fire it up, and you have you have to exclusively drink it while smoking weed. Oh god! <laughs> so you're guaranteed to light it. <laughs> You're not allowed. You can only buy the vodka from their shows, and David Draymond has to approve you before you buy it. That sounds like something he would do. I want to make sure the correct fans are buying this. Oh, that, that is cringe. That is fucking cringe. <laughs> that is what he would do. Now, like the name of it would have to be something associated with the guy. Um, like that fucking song. That song. That terrible one. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the one we were memeing on earlier. The vengeful uh, one. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it like would be it, called. The yeah, vengeful the rum! Vengeful. The vengeful rum! The vengeful rum! Man, we got it. <laughs> Man, we should do marketing for the stones. <laughs> oh, that, don't steal that, David. If you want that, you got to fucking come to us. Yeah, you got to pay us for that, mate. We know uh, you're listening. We know <laughs> you're searching for everything to do with this stuff. If David Draymond listens to this, mate, I'll be so fucking happy. Mate, that, that's life of goal, right? <laughs> oh, right. On to more cringy shit, right? When, well, we're recording this on the 31st, but when this goes out, it'll be the 1st of April. Yeah. What's some, like... Do you have any April Fool's experiences from, like, school? <laughs> or, like, I, anything? I can't think of, like, literally one example. Of being my like yeah. a joke on me like April Fool's. Sort of I think it's definitely one of those things that's like proper hyped up in like kids media, and in reality, yeah. just no one cares. Like no one fucking gives a shit. Not unless you're like a weirdo, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, April Fool's is coming up. Got so many oh, I can't wait to prank my friends. I think the ones who who oh god, I don't even know if they do it well, but like people like companies and like I know YouTube usually do an April Fool's every year. Mm. Like, I mean, get... there's some good there's some good April Fools on YouTube, like you know, like stupid videos. Yeah, I remember Max Mofo. People have always begged Max Mofo to show his entire Pokemon card collection. So he did an <laughs> April Fools' year, uh, one year where he just bought like a thousand of the same card and just reviewed that. <sighs> <laughs> like, I know people always gone about like, oh, Razor, do some sick ones. It's like, oh, they made the Razor toaster. It's like I've never they, even like... heard of a Razor April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> like that is just cringe, bro. Oh, they actually made it. They actually made the toaster. Sick. And I guarantee no one fucking bought it. I mean, uh, I, I always found it pretty, like, 
like pyro cynical like bringing out shrek <laughs> like oh yeah the, the shrek, shrek has oh, <laughs> like more episodes on him he's done for like i think two april fools but april fools out of fashion now because in 2020 when the pandemic hit people were like no april fools is cancelled this year it's like why no jokes no jokey jokings and now all people do on fucking tiktok is joke about it god fucking tiktok but personal experiences now nah, i can't think of one example i i can't think of all apart from like <laughs> I, I genuinely can't think of anything like it'd always just be like stupid shit you'd be like oh dad have brought me leg april fools <laughs> just be like no setup, no like punchline. Just <laughs> immediate joke, bait really. and like bait and switch. That's not even a joke, it's literally just like saying you. <laughs> oh. like, um, I guess like getting like fucking you know smacked in the nuts. <laughs> I mean that that's not even necessarily just for April Fool. <laughs> that's something you can do any day of the week, mate. That's I mean, not a yeah. special occasion. That's true. Oh. It's, just, it's just kind of fucking shit in <laughs> The only thing I remember about April Fool's was it was my... April 1st was my dog's birthday, and that's the only thing mm. I remember about it. That's the only reason I remember 1st of April. <laughs> Sometimes you just forget that it's even the fucking 1st of April. And the only time I'm reminded is when someone... YouTube, really. Like someone put out April Fool's videos. Speaking of jokes, we can touch on this uh, slightly. I'm not going to go into the fucking like debate of it because, honestly, I don't give a shit. But the memes that have come out of it have been fucking legendary. Yeah. Will Smith ran up on stage at the Oscars and slapped Chris Whoa. Rock. It's just like <laughs> it's so the meat. I saw this one. Uh, it was like fucking uh, Oscar the fish from fucking um, Shark Tales slapped Marty the fucking zebra from Madagascar. <laughs> That's like, oh, fuck, you know. it's so just, it's so weird. Why did it, he do it? <laughs> I mean, the slap, the slap was like, all right, he slapped him. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. like the fact when he sits down and he's like, keep your, like, my, my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. That has such like fucking granddad energy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> sat out on like the porch or something, like shouting at kids or something. My main takeaway from it was it was just like, just kind of sad. Yeah, it was yeah, just kind of pathetic, like yeah. seeing him like blubbering when he goes through Scepter's of War. He's like fucking crying. Oh god, yeah, it's that's just, so cringe. It's just, it's just bizarre. Like, and I am, I'm more annoyed at the, at the fucking whoever films it, the Academy or whatever, mm. for 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 getting like, oh, we don't condone this. Then why the fuck didn't you cut to commercials? Why did you pan back to Will and film him and zoom in? And filming when he's having this breakdown. Exactly. That is the fucking definition of condoning it. So just fuck off. Just don't say, oh, like, I don't care if you want to get it for views. Do what you want. But, like, don't come out and be like, oh, we don't condone this. When clearly you did. You let it happen. I mean, in all honesty, I wouldn't have even knew it fucking existed. um, And it was happening, you know. Yeah, well, I I just woke up and I saw it trending. I was like, fucking hell, this is me, me. Like I've never watched, I've never watched like the reward ceremony. I just don't fucking care. It is so pointless. You're gonna be like Jim Carrey, where he just like goes to events because he's like, "This is so pointless. I've just come here, you know, because it's pointless." He's like, like, the best one I've seen associated with that sort of stuff was um, 
It wasn't the reward ceremony, but the Wicked Gervais like bust them. Oh yeah, the globe. That's the best thing I've seen associated with that. Yeah, gold. Like, that's the best thing I've seen associated with you know, like fucking Hollywood sort of shit. It's because he just humbles them because they're always like, oh, this is my night. It's my special yeah. night and shit. And he's and just, he just like, none of you are special. I'm the presenter and I'm going to take the piss, basically. He just slaughters them and the, the, they can't say anything. It's great. <laughs> but yeah, that's the, that's the best thing I've seen associated with that. <laughs> garbage fire. Um, so, hmm, we could go into Twitter questions, but I don't feel there's much point right now. Hmm. Um, um, the the what what stuff are you looking forward to? What I'm looking year? forward to? Like In terms games? of like games, movies, TV shows, fucking oh, I don't know. Uh, um, wanks. There's a couple of yeah, wanks. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, planning this really big one in June. Mate. Oh man, it's gonna be an event. We're gonna have everyone watching. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> That'll be my April Fool. Things I'm looking forward to. I mean, there's plenty of games and such, and uh, uh, anime. There's a lot of anime. I mean, of course. <laughs> the new series is uh, Shield Hero. I'll be starting in like another week or so, so I'll mm. be watching that. And there's a uh, there's a couple of uh, stuff that are going to be coming later on in the year that I'm anticipating, like uh, Goblin Slayer and um... oh yeah, uh, Overlord new season. Buddy, uh, the... oh, I forget the name, but um, Devil is a part timer. Those are like, oh, the main ones I'm looking forward. That's bear old. Is they making another one of that? Yeah, yeah. I never thought it would happen either, man. I'm well happy. I remember fucking Nathan talking about that in six form. Yeah, it's bear old, is that one? It's super old, it's great, it's coming. Um, so I, I really enjoyed that. I don't know. The, the near anime got announced, but it's probably not going to come out for another year or two. Oh yeah, I'm excited for that as well, but yeah, it won't be coming for a while, so I don't know if that'll be this year. The manga is coming to English, but it's not coming until December, and that's meant to be about the Pearl Harbor mission, so I'll probably read that. Okay. And because I, I think that's what the anime is going to be about, I hope. I, I hope it's not just a retelling of the game, because it kind of defeats the point of playing the game at that point. Is the game isn't about? I mean, obviously the story is important, but the whole point is the like the meta ness of the game and how unique yeah. the storytelling is. That's the whole point of playing it. When you condense it into just like an anime, it, it completely defeats the point of it being a well, game. I think a good um, a good uh, potential story you could tell is uh, girls and boys. Yeah, well, your heart girls and boys. I think the Pearl Harbor mission <clears throat> is your heart girls, but I could be wrong. I would like to, I would like to see that in a, a, a format that's you know more digestible. Yeah, it's not just a fucking stage play. Yeah, because well, yeah, it's cool they did that, but like it's really hard to you know actually watch something like that. Yeah, your heart boys. Like, they did turn Your Hard Boys into a book. So mm. hopefully, like, this is, you know, the, the stage players being in a more fucking available format, yeah. at least. Well, we'll just have to see. But um, whatever they're doing, mm. whenever it may come. Other than that, games. Uh, new game, new yeah. Pokemon, I'm kind of excited for that. Uh, 
I don't, I don't even know. Persona meant to be announcing some more recently. stuff this year. Hmm. There's nothing coming up super recently that I'm like gagging for, I guess. Uh, there's the stuff that I want, that I want, you know, I'm excited for. But I don't mm. know when they'll come out, like Fable and um, uh, Dragon Age and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Kotor. I don't know when Kotor's coming out either. That'll be cool. I guess Kotor the big, biggest one for me is Digimon Survive, but I'd, I'm so, like, just... My expectations are so low. I do not mm. expect it to come out this year, even though they've been saying it's probably going to be this year. I, I doubt it. But they have been talking about it, whereas every other year it's just been like, at the end of the year it gets delayed and then they're completely silent all year and then at the end of the year yeah. it gets delayed again. They're actually talking about it more this year, actually showing more gameplay and actually talking about the game. So fingers crossed it is out this year. Mm. Um, but other than that, I don't really watch films or TV series. The Kanye documentary came out. I haven't watched that yet. I should probably watch <clears> that. Um, um, I would like the- to hear Donda 2 being finished because Kanye's released that fucking train wreck of an album. <laughs> it just it sounds like demos. It's not good at all. Uh, Father John Misty got a new album out next week. I'm pretty oh, excited. That's cool. I'm pretty excited for that. It's been a while since we've had a Father John Misty. 2018 was God's Favourite Customer, which is... He's one of your favourites, isn't he? Misty. Yeah, well, God's Favourite Customer was my album of the year in 2018. <clears throat> albums. While I did like pure comedy, uh, God's Favourite Customer is like... Just like, it's way more personal, and that's what I kind of like about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought you thought it's still together. Yeah, they're on tour this year. They're awesome. Really cool. They're doing a show in Manchester, but tickets are like 50 quid each, so... Bloody hell! I'm going to wait a bit, if I do end up going or not. Um, they released Shaw in 2020, which was mm. good, but it definitely sounded more stripped back instrumentally because it was just Robin doing it. Um, it wasn't the whole band, at least yeah. not like live anywhere. They weren't all in the room together. That's probably an album we'll, we'll do... Uh, or a band, sorry, that we'll end up doing a Rat Den reviews on his fucking Helplessness Blues. We'll probably end up doing a whole show about that at some point. That sounds cool. Because I think we could both speak at lengths about Helplessness Blues. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a funny, amazing, amazing album. Fucking, it's a literal masterpiece. It's probably, mm. it is my favourite album of all time, but we will probably it's... talk about it more if we do a, a Rat Den reviews show about it. I mean, it's one of my favourites too. It's not my favourite of all time, but it's one of my favourites out of, like, albums. I, just... I really love um, all sorts of mm. Like, Artitects. Yeah, yeah. Bloody hell. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, God. I'm, not, I'm so bad with names, man. Which album? Holy Hell? hell? Holy Hell, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Holy Hell is just bloody amazing. It's just dripping with such despair really i think and then that it's this, almost to it like mixed in it's one thing you i feel like i don't think it's impossible but i think it's harder to achieve with mm. say a film or a video game is that personal connection because there's so many people working on it yeah i guess obviously you can like if you play like a metal gear game you can kind of feel kojima in it especially mgs4 mm. But it's really hard to pull off without seeming pretentious. Whereas in music, it's like 
oh, you know, this is written by a person or a group of people. You've only got so many people you can pin back to the source for it. So it has well, that. With music, a lot of um, with medium like visual stuff. I mean, it's it's great, and there's like you can really you know be engrossed into a story. But like with um, music, it's a lot more of a personal experience, if you will. Yeah, yeah. It's enveloping your whole center, like your senses, and like um, it, I mean, I I most of the time like. Uh, like new stuff with my eyes closed just so I can fully you know take it in yeah but um, music is such like a personal thing I think mm. like most people yeah it's like a lot of people didn't like uh, God's Favourite Customer by far mm. John Misty because of like it is way more stripped back instrumentally it's definitely nowhere near as uh, grand or as conceptual as pure comedy but I liked it because of that and also because of just like I listened to it at a time when I was about to finish university and like the whole like everything was just going to change and that's kind of what the album's about yeah. so it kind of hit at that time it hit a good time uh, I was going to talk about uh, fucking something to do with Rat Den reviews uh, in terms of film I was going to say the mm. only film series I can think of that has like felt like I'm watching someone's life portrayed through other people is This Is England because mm. it's about the director it's about Shane Meadows the series not so much but it's still like an incredible story that's something well, you, I would love to do a Rat Den reviews on is This Is England and the series yeah you, you gravitate a lot more towards um, sort of documentaries and such like more um, life experience stuff don't you yeah like human stuff about stuff about people yeah that's that's why i like is just shit about people that's why i like daniel johnston like musician stuff like that that's why i like kanye because just you know think about what you will about fucking kanye as a person mm. but like the shit he can write about and talk about is like phenomenal yeah like yeah he says some dumb fucking shit i'm not gonna defend the shit that he says but I appreciate him as an artist. That's fair, man. Uh, there was another thing I was thinking for Rat Den reviews. I'd love for you, I'd love for you to listen to an album f for Rat Den reviews if we do it eventually. An album mm. called Blonde by Frank Ocean. I think I've probably played you some stuff for it before. Frank Ocean. Yeah, it's called Blonde. It's his third album, second album. There's Nostalgia Ultra, Channel Orange, and Blonde. And Blonde is like, it's the album where you listen to it the first time and you're just like, I don't fucking get it. Like, mm. I don't get it at all. And you listen to it again and again and again and you're like, oh my god, like, this is like a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. Because it is just someone having this massive internal conflict and it makes yeah. no sense at first listen because when you're having that kind of a breakdown, it doesn't make sense. But that, I'd love to hear your first reaction to that album because for a lot of people it's just like, some of it they're just like what and then other parts of it are like wow that was fucking like beautiful <laughs> it's a very weird album but it's really really good i'd love to do a rat den reviews on that at some point i've got i've got a couple of uh things that i would like for us to to watch for some like rat dens mm. reviews um there's a lot of memey ones obviously but there yeah. are some serious ones mixed in like ranking of kins been a new anime that's um 
it's been this season of anime and it's just quite amazing like it's presented almost like um uh you know dragon dragon uh dragon quest dragon quest yeah like the game uh vaguely well it has like a like a sort of a a chibi-esque art style kind of like something that you would have expect to be presented to children mm -hmm. i suppose oh wait so yeah dragon quest i was thinking of fucking adventure quest no no <laughs> i know what you i know what you mean now <laughs> yeah um Rankin of Kings has that sort of uh, cartoonish feel to it, like childishness feel to it. But um, ah, okay, it, it, it's it's incredibly. Uh, it goes to places I would not expect and gets incredibly. Uh, what's the word like? Real, in a sense. Mm. Even though it's a high high fantasy world, it still portrays these things with the subtlety that you wouldn't expect. Mm. It's yeah, a work watch. Quite a few ideas for Rat Den reviews, which is something we'll probably alternate on. Like, I'll suggest some and then Carl will suggest some it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think we'll just do the podcast for a little bit and then we'll just see how our, how our time pans out. And then we might sure. end up doing a Rat Den reviews in the next couple of weeks. We'll, we'll see. Uh, right, we can move on to the Twitter questions now. We've got quite a few. We've got some serious ones and some very memey ones. What, what do you want first? To what do you want to go with first? Memes, man. Always memes. Memes, right. We've got one from Sonny, a.k.a. Sonny Mac, a.k.a. Blood Money Sonny. Um, he asks, who would win in a fight? 100 silverback gorillas or 300 lions? And let's just say... <laughs> For the sake of pedantics, that they are fully grown animals. We'll have none, none of this, like, oh, is the lion like a baby? No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I already know my answer. What are you saying? Do they have, like, a leader with the pack? Well, a silverback is the leader of a, of a pack oh, of gorillas. Okay. Or a band okay. of gorillas. I've never heard of silverback, so I did not know what you were on about. <laughs> it's like the alpha. The alpha gorilla. And what were the other one you cut out a little bit? A hundred silverbacks or three hundred lions. Three hundred lions or so, so this is the thing with the lions is is it the females or the males because the females are famously more aggressive hmm. i mean i already know my answer mate. What, what are you thinking i don't know i'm just trying to think because <laughs> well, certain factors you have to take into consideration well there are more lions yeah there are 200 more lions but gorillas are, gorillas are fucking vicious bastards. Yeah, a gorilla will tear your fucking arms and legs off with ease. Yeah, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not friendly <laughs> creatures. They are not friendly, they, especially the silverbacks. They have backs. more strength. They have more strength than the, the lion. That, could, that's, that's for certain. Could a group of, uh, like, let's say, four or four, five to ten lions overpower a single gorilla? That's five to ten lions, a single gorilla. Yeah, a single silverback alpha fucking gorilla. No, the, the lions, the lions will win in that case because there will just be too many advantages. They've got the speed advantage, and then they can also surround him. But they're quite frail. I, mm, I think one punch from a fucking gorilla would shatter a lion's rib cage. I don't, I don't reckon one punch. Maybe two or three. Nah, they, they've got a lot of endurance as well. Like fucking, do you know how many bullets it took to kill Harambe, mate? <laughs> They can take a fucking beating, can gorillas. Oh man, don't speak his name, still strong. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear, like, if people have gotten this far in the podcast, let us know in the comments, like, what what do you think? 
I'm saying gorillas. What, what are you saying, girl? <laughs> this is going to define the future of the podcast, mate. <laughs> this is a critical... This is going to be a debate for years to come. <laughs> He's thinking. He's thinking proper out of his brain. I got fucking steam coming out of my ears. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably say the gorillas are well, actually. Right. Well, at least we've settled like, on that. Like, fucking, they're just. Like you said, uh, if they get hit, we don't. Girl. We need a battle plan, really. That's what we need. Like we don't yeah. know the circumstances of the of the attack. Yeah, they would need. They need to, like who who's like the strategy? Who's strategizing? <laughs> that's, that's what we need to know. We need to talk to the general, the marshal, yeah. and then we can talk further. I mean, immediately after whoever wins, all the rest of them are going to turn on each other because we've got to show the alpha nail. Mm. Like straight right. up. We've got quite a few questions from our boy Sketch. Okay. Uh, he's got four questions. They're all like semi-serious. We can try and like combine them into into one answer. Okay. So he's asked, "What kind of topics do you want to tackle in your art, and how are you tackling them at the moment?" He says, "If you're mm. not feeling well mentally, what do you do to feel better?" Um, if you have a piece of media that you like but you dislike the creator of. Um, and any advice on growing up? Okay. Uh, if you want, like, I can answer two and you can answer two. Um, sure. Um, the creative, what, what I want to say of my work and um, create, uh, someone who's created some of that, I don't like the person who has created it. Oh, I was going to pick that two. one. I was going to pick Kanye. <laughs> I mean, I've already <laughs> talked about it, really. I guess you could talk about someone. I'll take those two. You take the other two. Okay, so... If I'm not feeling well mentally, what do I do to get well? And any advice on growing up? Um, I could probably combine it. Like, so I haven't, I haven't been like that in a while. I, I haven't felt mentally unwell in years. Mm. And usually, the only times I felt bad was during uni when I was just like stressed about dumb shit. Yeah. I'd say if you're feeling mentally unwell, if there is like a clear catalyst for what is making you feel that way. Uh, step away from it if mm. it's a group of friends especially don't be afraid to step away from them if they're making you feel like shit no you shouldn't you shouldn't have out with people who make you like miserable yeah they're trying to what's the word um, like belittle you yeah or place like their stigmatas on you sort of thing you know what I mean never like, feel never feel guilty about being selfish like mm. being like, I don't want to do this for someone else today. I just want time to myself. That's fine. Yeah, like if if someone's true with your friend, they would understand. Like you can't you can't constantly be in a state of like stimulation with someone else. You know what I mean? Sometimes you need time to yourself. Yeah. Obviously, like there's a balance. You can't be oh, yeah. like a selfish twat all the time. Yeah, it's not, like a... A, it's not like. Sorry. Go ahead. I was saying, like, selfishness is, like, subjective, like, in terms of its morals. Like, mm. I think you can be morally, like, uh, selfish and mm. unmorally selfish. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, and then, but yeah, other than that, just, like, and if it is, like, a more serious problem, uh, like, seek, like, medical help and stuff, like, obviously. Yeah, definitely uh, seek help. It, I mean, if you're... Obviously, Stem. if you're in the UK, it's not, like, amazing. 
but it is mm. free, so you might as well take it. Like fucking bleed the system for all it's worth. Uh, and then the other question: advice on growing up. Um, just fucking do what you want. Don't let other people decide what you want to do or like what career path to take or what your interests are. Just do what you enjoy. And if it makes money in the end, then that's a good thing. But don't do something you fucking dislike just to appease someone else. It's just it's not worth it's not worth it in I the mean, slightest. You shouldn't be like searching for the idea of like sort of thing either. It should be like it's something that would just come naturally time, mm. I would say. Yeah, just uh, just do what you love. Don't uh don't give a fuck about what anybody else thinks about what you enjoy. Like, who, yeah, you gives, you, a, who gives a fuck? Who cares? Just as you've got to, you've got to become like, uh, like I was like a few years ago, where you just absolutely fucking, you just don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> it's kind of like that now, but like, you just gotta just not care, like at all, about like just dumb worthless shit that happens especially shit that happens online it's so it's such a waste of time to get like worried about it it's so pointless yeah it's, it's really inconsequential it's like completely pointless and like the real world at all right so your two questions what kind of topics do you want to tackle in your art um there's a couple of things i always want to uh one of one of uh, one of my stories iv was um, based around the whole idea of a robot, well, a human who was basically forced into a robot rather drastic means. So she's more robotic than she is human. And, um, but the story would also follow people like robots, she would actually meet with robots. I'd like to show that there's no real difference between um, like I, AI and like robots than there is uh, with humans. Basically, it's all just information at the end of the day, just presented in different maps. So basically, near automata. Yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> in a sense, except in it's more sense. about like machines and androids and like a fictional yeah, it, it, dilemma. The main inspiration for it was um, near near automata. I don't think was when I came up um, the initial idea. The main thing I followed was um, Cash and Sins. Oh yeah, and yeah. Um, Go on, my gone. Go on, my gone. Those were two things I really would uh, took inspiration from. Garlegan's so fucking sick. That'll yeah. be a rap then reviews at one point. Garlegan oh is bloody amazing. Garlegan is the epitome of just like, let's just throw everything we have at the wall and it doesn't matter how fucking stupid it is, let's mm. just go with it. Then um, the other two ideas, Cracks and The Auditor, they're both kind of like an... Um, uh, what's the word? A delve into sort of madness, I suppose. Mm. But in different ways. Uh, like, Cracks would focus more on the paranoia side of it, while um, the auditor would um, focus more on, like, creative, uh, sort of um, manic, in a way. Mm-hmm. Those were the two like ideas, and there there's so many inspirations for both of them. Pick out any, but a main one for cracks would be uh, Savro Dawi's work. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, those those, those are what try, I would try to capture in my work. Fairs. <laughs> I guess I could answer that one like really quickly. Yeah, go uh, ahead. I just like capturing like just humans, just like people doing mm. normal shit. Like uh, I think the best example of my inspiration is Daniel Johnston, who was just this guy who would record shit on like a, a shitty tape player with a toy keyboard in his garage and like sold so well he, he, like fucking Kurt Cobain used to wear his t-shirts it's like uh, such simple like equipment but he could create something mm. so good and that's kind of what I do with my photography so definitely like unique and an achievement with itself like such good music mm. from such primitive tools that's another one we'll do at some point. Daniel Johnson, do his entire discography. He's got like 15 albums. Bloody hell, that'll be a one. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like so drastically different as well. We'd have so much to talk about. I We'd probably we'll just do like, how hi, hi, how are you? Or like... Hmm. Um, yeah, we'd have to come down to like a single rather than this whole like... Yeah. Car walk. <laughs> and then your other question is... Uh, a piece of media that you like, but you dislike the creator. Uh, that one's easy. Um, I like <laughs> Metal Gear Solid, but I don't like Kojima. I like, yeah. I like Metal Gear Solid, and I like uh, the other one, uh, Death Stranding. Yeah. But I do think it's still really pretentious in some ways. But <sighs> Kojima, I just think, is one of the most pretentious people. <laughs> and he takes credit for quite a couple things well you get it maybe not takes credit but he gets credit for quite a couple of things that shouldn't really go to him like the the big speech in um mgs2 at the end was not written by him mm. may have been concepted a little bit but it wasn't written. yeah i i like i like his story I, I again like my biggest mm. thing is i like to conceptualize like the work with the author i guess evangelion's a good one with that like yeah. Arno as a person, I don't know whether I like him or dislike him. I think he's an interesting person. He's, I, he's an incredible tortured person. I like to educate myself on him because you kind of need it to understand the remakes, at least, of him. Oh, yeah, um, you definitely do. I mean, I haven't done much research, as much research into him as you have. Basically, all that information I got secondhand from you, really. Yeah. But um, having that particular... Uh, block of information was really helped with understanding his newest move the newest you know the, yeah the newest Evangelion. the the remakes especially have just like chronicled chronic that chronicled his mm. life like from making them to finishing them yeah like, that's why they're such a mess because every single one of them is just like how i feel right now he didn't plan any of them i was so glad it ended on a like uh a note where it seems like he's kind of forgived himself for a lot of things he used to, you know, chastise himself. Yeah, he seems content. Yeah. Yeah, with Kojima, I... I don't know how I feel about Kojima. I hate his Twitter. He's so <laughs> fucking pretentious on his Twitter. He's, he's, he's one of the most pretentious people. In the world. I mean, yeah, he has made good stuff, and he has... I'm not going to say he doesn't... He does, but... It's just so up his own ass, and Death Stranding is the combination of that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think the thing that makes Death Stranding so good is the acting. Yeah. I think I that's agree. the standout. 
not the writing. I think the writing's fucking stupid at some points. I like, I like the, I like the concept of it and the idea. Um, and there's some really amazing scenes, but it's just tripping in such ironic, fucking... like regarding because of the game's fucking controls. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, I don't particularly like Kojima, but I do like his works. <clears throat> yeah, I, the the main thing with Kojima, the one thing I do like in terms of like a conceptual thing, is mm. how Big Boss is meant to represent Kojima's father and Snake, Solid Snake, is meant to be sort mm. of a self-insert along with Argon. Yeah. And at the end of MGS4, when he meets him, when he when he meets Big Boss finally, and he basically tells him like, oh, you know, it's okay, you don't have to do this anymore and shit. And Kojima didn't really, he didn't really talk about it until MGS4 actually came out. He said that he never really had a good relationship with his father and he died when he was quite young. Yeah. So that's kind of why he has these persistent themes of Big Boss and like fatherhood in his games and such. So that that bit in MGS4 is really important. I sort of like the bit, the one of the best bits about MGS4. Oh, that, that bit is like one wreck. of the best, best things in the series for me. The interaction yeah. between Big Boss and Snake. It's just mm. so fucking powerful. And it's, it's done with such um uh what's the word? Taste. Yeah, taste. Um but also sort of a humility. Yeah. From Big Boss. Which you don't you never really see humility from Big Boss, really. Unless mm. it's really critical points, but like his general demeanour is quite um matter of fact, sort of dismissive in some ways, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then they just ruined like MGS Five is a fun game, but they just ruined everything. Mm. I think mm. the only character that's good in MGS Five is Miller, Kazuhiro Miller. I mean, there's some really good points in MGS Five, like the bit where you need to go through the infected zone and kill all your soldiers is really important and excellent. That is done like spectacularly. That's the thing with his games is I don't think he's ever since. MGS2, I don't think he's... Because MGS3 definitely has some slow points. Mm. He's never made a game since MGS2 that's been that consistently, like, really engaging. Yeah. He just... I think he started... What was good about MGS is just how kind of meme it was. And he just got way too serious. Mm. And, or, or he takes the memes to an ex extreme in MGS4. Just It's so stupid at some points. Like, the the one with the best, like, the best overall is probably MGS3. Because, mm. like, the whole the whole story with um, the boss is just amazing. Yeah. Well, it's not, yeah. it's not a perfect game, I wouldn't say. That's definitely not. MGS3 is probably my favourite as well. Mm. All right, we've got a couple of quick questions. And then we'll sure. try and wrap it up. So we just got a question from Mick that I think is a bit of a broad question. He just said, uh, mm. "Oh, Mister Mick Arcade." Yeah, yeah. He, says, he said, "When can I be a guest?" <laughs> <laughs> Which <laughs> at, at some point we we do want to get people on. We kind of want to get us foot in first. Yeah, and just we want to, we're just testing and see how this works. People like yeah, you know, really. This is still the pilot. It could get cancelled, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could, well, it might not even have won it. But yeah, we do want to get people on at some point when we. It will most likely be for the Rat Den reviews. Maybe a podcast. Mm. It depends what's happening. 
but we could review like if we're going to review possibly like a Metal Gear game, we would get you on Mick because obviously. If we were to have someone fan. on for like random reviews, I'd like it to be caught up with like us talking about it, you know, like watching it. Something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that could be good. That could be good. And then our and then our thoughts as well. Like it, not no, don't record the whole thing, like of course. Yeah. But like cut kind of like the way you cut normal videos, but I guess with a more um, cohesion. <laughs> yeah. I guess just speaking of normal videos, if you. If you do, if you've just found this podcast randomly, hello. But if you had, mm. if you did used to watch the Twitch channel and you and you were subscribed to the YouTube for the highlights, they are coming. <laughs> I'm just very busy. Um, I've finished cutting up the Halloween one, so that might be uploaded in the next couple of weeks. And then my next goal is to just finish off the Drake and Guard one because I got about halfway through and I put it down because it's just so mm. long. But Drake and Guard free one will probably be next after the Halloween one. But I'm just putting the Halloween one out just so we can put some out i mean obviously this podcast going up but just to kind of like say like i'm not i'll say it right now i'm the the highlights are coming i will eventually edit all of them but i'm just very busy oh yeah finstake time um quinn asks <laughs> mr <laughs> quinn duggan um when are you going to read my book and why does carl's face look the way it does I don't know. You might have been regard like talking about your face during the Halloween streams, possibly. Oh, um, the 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 amazing costume I came up. <laughs> the fucking DJ Devil having a steampunk face. <laughs> it's DJ Devil. The crap. The uh, the, the stitches mask. mask. Yeah, the stitches mask. Sorry, the stitches mask. Um, fucking like snapback hat. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just. Took all the shit out of my closet and just shit it on, just for a meme. <laughs> That's another thing I wanted to say. Um, I guess a few people might wonder, like, are we going to do streams of this podcast? And the answer is maybe. Like, if there's, like, a special event, possibly. Like, we might do, like, a Halloween stream, maybe. But I would want oh, it to be, oh, like, wife. both of us in the same room. Yeah, like, uh, a wife, sort of thing. Yeah. Or not wife. Us together, sort of. Yeah. So the answer is... Maybe. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But it would I would just... definitely like to do something big for Halloween. I will follow it. Yeah. It'll just be like one offs. It'll be like one like every couple of months, but hmm. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh I uh, won't confirm anything now, but it's a possibility. Uh and yeah, when I when am I going to read your book, Quinn? When I have time, I promise <laughs> I will. I I, sw- I promise I will. I'm just so busy, man. I will get to it. I will get to it, I promise. Um, but yeah, go you know, check out Quinn. He's writing a book. At Quinn Duggan. Quinn, Quinn underscore Duggan, Twitter. Yeah, Quinn be a good lad. Kind of an idiot, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally, this is probably just a question that I don't think you'll be interested in this one, but Chill, okay. uh, a.k.a. Chillcat, asks... Um, any hopes on the upcoming Gen 9, uh, he's talking about Pokemon, uh, Gen 9 games, Scarlet and Violet? I don't think you're particularly too interested in this, so I can just answer it if you want. Yeah, you go ahead. So, my hope is that they just build upon what Arceus did, because Arceus is a fun game, right? But it's not perfect. It's a good step in the right direction, but I, I feel like they didn't go far enough with changing stuff up, because essentially it's still the same game, but it's just an open world. Mm. And they need it's a good step, 
but they just need to go full balls to the wall and just fucking change everything. Man, like, that's that's what I was saying. Mm. Like fucking with Sword and Shield, I was really expecting like um, with like a sort of just the name. It's before I saw any like gameplay, but just the name Sword and Shield like conjures you know like knights and the like. Mm. And I thought it would be more like RPG focused, where you would like have your character, your trainer, who also fights like um, with sword and shield, and you get like equipment and such. I yeah. think that would be really cool for like a Pokemon game. Having a but, more like, yeah, essentially like Tails combat, Tails of combat, like yeah, arena combat kind of hack and slashy. Oh, that would be cool. RPG would be cool yeah. with Pokemon because like, but then the thing is like. You've got so many Pokemon, and it would all have to have like unique animations, which would take a lot of time. Mm. That's true. the only thing. That's the same reason they keep cutting out the national decks. It's just because there's too many Pokemon. It it's not feasible anymore. Mm. It, it, there's just too there's too many. I mean, you could do it. It would just take a long time. But th- yeah. a game like that would would basically, I think it would sell like the best any Pokemon game it ever has. Yeah. Well, Arceus did. Arceus has sold really well. Yeah, and it's only formula. like, and Arceus uh, hasn't changed a great deal mm. from like the norm, and that sold very well. So something like as drastic as that would be, I, I would redefine it. I would think that's one thing I'm worried about. Scarlet and Violet is they're coming out this year. It seems way too soon. They've just had Arceus. I don't know how long they've been making this. But it feels way too soon, and I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it got delayed. But I think it's very unlikely that it will, because Nintendo games, especially like first-party stuff, although we have seen Breath of the Wild two get delayed. True. But it's rare for Game Freak, I guess. It's rare for Game Freak to delay games. But other than that, I'm excited for it. It's a Pokemon game. It's just it's fun. It's a it, end of the day. It's a kids game. Uh, people mm. need to stop taking it so seriously. Uh, it's going to be fun either way. Um, but I do hope they just take the Arceus formula and just go balls to the wall with it. Just just go crazy. I have heard... Might get that, interested. <laughs> I've heard that the open world and the towns are now seamless. Like, there's no load screens at all. Unless well, you're that's going, good. Unless you're going into a building. That's an Cause, improvement. Because that was my one thing with Arceus, is the open world was like four separate zones, but you couldn't travel seamlessly between the zones. You had to go back to the village first and mm. then travel from the village to a different zone. So it's good that it's all seamless now. Um, no, I agree. But yeah, in terms, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think it's just it's going to be fun. It's a Pokemon game, like mm. they're just they're just fun fun games. Um, but yeah, that that's that's it for Twitter questions. If you do have any questions after listening to this, uh, I should have said this at the beginning, really. But yeah, if you've got this far, uh, I'll probably put it in the description in a tweet as well. But. If you have any questions or topics or things you'd like to see us discuss, things you'd like to see us talk about on the Rat Den Review series, uh, leave it in the comments or leave it, just like tweet it at me or leave it on the tweet that I put for this episode. Um, we'll, we will talk about literally anything. Even if it's something yeah. you think we might not know or might not be interested in, we'll do research and we'll talk about it. We'll have a deep about certainly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to wrap us up for the first episode of that's pretty good the rat den talk for a fucking and over an hour that's quite surprising oh, um, that's good <laughs> yeah 
I hope people enjoy this. It was a very when I I just like messaged Carl one day. And I was just like, oh, I want to do a podcast. Let's give it a go. <laughs> so you know, people might absolutely fucking hate it, and uh, we'll never do another one. But yeah, <laughs> hopefully people like it. When I tweeted out that we were doing it, people went crazy. So much appreciate. I'm I appreciate that people want to see us back this much. I'm surprised we even have an audience to begin with, man. <laughs> I think from what I've heard, people just like that. Even when we were playing games, we wouldn't be we we would talk about literally anything, and we would make yeah. time for anyone in the chat. Apart yeah, from if they were among Ed, we would just ignore them. Well, like, no, then we would just this out to the wave. <laughs> yeah, I think people just like the the things we talk about and the way we talk about them. It's very easy on online for people to just be very like hard stance. This is my opinion. There's no other opinion. Whereas we're just kind of like. This is what we think. If you don't like it, whatever. Doesn't matter, really. Yeah, like everybody has their own opinions. Christ. It'd be fucking boring if everyone thought the exact same. Yeah, it would. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna that's gonna wrap us up for this. Uh, I don't. We've talked about the intro. I don't know about the outro. We didn't really talk about this. Um, what do, what do people usually do? Like and subscribe. Oh God. Um, I guess I mean, yeah. if you think it's good, you can subscribe. If you think if, it's shite. Yeah, yeah, yeah if you like to give it a thumbs up. If you didn't like it, leave a thumbs down. You can't even see them anymore, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can't, you can't see them, but you can if um, Yeah, the, these, these podcasts will be every two weeks, and occasionally we'll be doing Rat Den reviews where we just talk for a couple of hours about a single thing, an album, yeah. a, a movie, a game, etc. Um, we will be, as discussed... We will eventually be having guests on at some point. We just want to make it feel like they'll have something to talk about and stuff. We don't just want to throw them in and be like, oh, talk about this. Something you're not even interested in. Um, we wanted to have like a relevant topic. Let's um, see how it goes. But yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, if you have any suggestions or topics, leave them in the comments, tweet at me, whatever, at Tomry Music on Twitter. Carl doesn't have any socials, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Um, I'll get all my information from him don't worry uh, more highlight videos will be coming eventually just please be patient I'm a busy man um, yeah other than that I hope you've enjoyed it I hope you uh, are looking forward to more and we'll catch you in the next one so have a good one right, lads see you lads in a bit in a bit